Good afternoon, good afternoon, good afternoon. My name is Lisette and I'm your host. Welcome to the broadcast. Uh, on today, we will continue in the manual, Pray Without Seizing, A Believer's Guide to Effective Intercession by Apostle Stephen A. Garner. How many of you have enjoyed this book so far? I know I have. I've been challenged. I've had to pray a little more effectively. I've had to learn a little more of the scriptures. So I know I've definitely been challenged and I'm super, super excited about what is what God is doing in this season. So with this said, I just really want to tell you that you are able to get this book on um, Kindle, on Amazon, and um, on sagministries.com. This uh, here, if you've not listened to the other broadcasts, it's a lot of wonderful information. It increases your faith. It increases your prayer life. It increases uh, your knowledge in the word, the Bible. So um, I highly recommend that you go back, listen to the first one. Um, the first session I started the, um, the, um, the initial, uh, beginning, which is about four to five episodes back. So with that said, uh, let's get into this, some good information here. Um, I just feel like I'm forgetting. I need to tell you something, but it'll come to me. Um, so the scripture verse, uh, that I'm going to begin with is Luke 6, 12 and 13. And the title of this episode is preserving in the place of prayer. And it came to pass in those days that he went out into the mountain to pray and continued all night in prayer to God. And when it was day, he called unto him, his disciples and of them, he chose 12 whom also he named apostle. That is Luke 6, 12, 13. Please bow your heads. Father, we uh, love you. We adore you. We glorify you, we magnify you, we praise you. You're the great I am. There is none like you. We uh, praise you. Uh, Father, you're our shield and our buckler. You're our way maker. You're our healing power. You are our judge. You're our protector, our provider. And in you, we have grace. Father, I lift up. Uh, this scripture and I pray uh, that our prayer mandate, that our prayer lives would increase. Father God, so you said in your word that you prayed all night that we would amplify um, our prayer life, that we would um, take the time to pray effectively, Father God, and give us the innovation, the creativity, the know-how to pray effectively, Father God, to reach uh, your kingdom, Father God, to reach the broken, the lost, 
the hurting, even the dead, Father. We ask you of this, and I pray, Father God, that you would um, uh, create in us a discipleship, Father God, that we would rise to the occasion and honor you as your children, as your disciples, as um, we um, gleam towards you. We are fed daily by your word, Father God. We ask, Lord Jesus, that you elevate our life spiritually and uh, Father God, that we would honor and glorify you in all that we do, Father. We ask you of these things. We thank you in advance. We give you the glory, the honor, and the praise. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. The Lord spent time in all, in all night prayer sessions to accurately identify ministry gifts that he would ordain and commission for service on his team. This is necessary today. Praying throughout the night helps churches come into greater measure of focus concerning their assignments and how to address the works of darkness that would otherwise limit them in their mandate. As we embrace Jesus as our partner for prayer, I believe we will get the kind of results he did. This is special, especially critical in the churches that are moving to impact the earth and fulfill the great commission. There are gifts and talents inside each of us that will continue to remain undiscovered if we do not embrace the mandate to pray and sometimes to pray all night. Many of those deemed insignificant will come to know their true destiny as we sacrifice time and energy in the place of prayer. May the grace of God come on you to walk in this level of spiritual power and responsibility. Luke 22, 40, 46, and when he was at the place, he said in unto them pray that ye enter not into temptation and when he was withdrawn from them about a stone cast and kneeled down and prayed saying father if thou be willing remove thy cup from me nevertheless not my will but thy be done thine be done and there appeared an angel unto him from heaven, strengthening him and being in agony. He prayed more earnestly and his sweat was as it were great drops of blood falling down to the ground. And when he rose up from prayer, he was come to the, his disciples. He found them sleeping for sorrow and said unto them, why sleep thy thee rise? And pray, let us enter into temptation, let us not, and pray, lest ye enter into temptation. Luke 22, 4, 40, I'm sorry, 22, 40, 46. The Mount of Olives mentioned in Matthew 26, 36, or the Garden of Gethsemane was the place of intense encounter where the Lord agonized in prayer. The world 
The word agony comes from the Greek word called agonia, which means a struggle, ag anguish, figuratively to contend with an adversary. This gives insight into the warfare that our Lord was engaged in for salvation to come forth in its fullness. It is also interesting to note that the Lord per perspired or sweated to the point that it appeared to be as great drops of blood. The level of stress and anxiety that some of us may encounter in our lives is not even worthy to compare to what Christ endured. The key factor is that he endured and his ability to do so was because he prayed passionately. There are times when our normal paradigm for praying must shift, shift and intensify. This kind of prayer was the deciding factor for the Lord getting to the cross and sealing redemption for us. We are called to abide by the same means of passion and zeal, which requires us to endure our own cross so others may live. This is required in order for us to carry out and finish our assignment in the Lord. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. It is noteworthy to study this passage of scripture and ask God for strategy in prayer. Jot these notes down. Go back and listen to this because this is really good information. God will give a strategy on what to pray on. Amen. Father, I pray for the holy passion and fiery zeal to be loosed on us with divine intensity. We decree a fresh, I say a fresh anointing in resident in us to finish our course with joy in the name of Jesus. And thank you for the grace to forge ahead in Jesus name. I pray where for he is able also to save them to the utmost that comes on to God by him, seeing he ever liveth to make intercession for them. Hebrews 7:25. Jesus Christ is our high priest. Christ, I mean, priest and is our high priest, and he is yet interceding for us as the people of God. Everything ordained by God to redeem us from the power of sin. The Lord provides through his death, burial, and resurrection. Nonetheless, he is still praying. As we continue to pray without ceasing today, the Lord is fulfilling Hebrews 7.25 through his church. There are other notable works accomplished by the Lord through his connection with the Father, wherein miracles were wrote, routed, I'm sorry. Matthew 14.19 tells us, 
And he commanded the multitude to sit down on the grass and took the five loaves and the two fishes and looked up to heaven. He blessed and broke break and gave the loaves to his disciples and the disciples to the multitude. This miracle and many other notable no, ones was done because Jesus had the connection with the Father through prayer. Just as the Lord was able to speak blessings over small portions and ministers to the need of the multitude, likewise, can we through our connection with the God of the supernatural, John 11, describes how he looked to the heavens and thanked the Father for always hearing him and then called Nazareth from the dead. There are many other passages that point back to the Lord's prayer life and God's power being displayed as prayer was, <clears throat> excuse me, made. <clears throat> it is crucial that you and I continue to pray, continue to seek his face through the anointing of the Holy Spirit and that connection brings power, brings revelation, brings redemption, brings healing, brings restoration. Amen. So with this said, I'm going to leave you. And until uh, the next broadcast, may God richly, richly bless you. And I will see you on the next. God bless.